0: This one is we're gonna gear it towards my musician friends but it goes it can be for everybody let me tell you what it's like my first two months in clearwater florida trying to put a band together it's first of all before i came down here i went on band mix and i had a whole lineup, right? I think that's kind of a repeat story, so I won't spend much time on that, but you know, you could say I vetted people and talked to them and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, man, man, I'm on board, man. (sighs) It all sounds good, right? Then that falls apart. I got down here and uh, as soon as I started saying, hey, let's, let's get together and practice, I was being ghosted. So. I told you about that, right? Well, so I found new players after going through, I mean, I've already gone through 20 different people, um, singers, bassists, lead guitarists, and (laughs) I'll put it this way. Five days ago, I had a full band, then my bassist, who was a very cool guy, um, texted me. I noticed he wasn't getting back to us in the group chats and texted and said, Hey man, I'm gonna have to, you know, step, step down. I've He's got a full-time gig with a band called more is more, more is more. Instead of less is more, more is more. Um, and I, you know, I don't, he and I talked. I don't blame him at all for doing that. The dude's trying to make a living doing this and they're an established band playing and they just play the after party for Night Ranger. As a matter of fact, I went and checked him out. Um, once he stepped down, our singer, this female singer's like, sorry guys, I'm gonna have to bow out too. <laughs> so I immediately texted my guitarist and said, hey man, just see if you're still in, if you're out, I understand. I said, but I'm gonna, replace everybody until I get this thing going if I have to. He's like, no, I'm in. I, uh, he's patient. He was saying he didn't know if the vocalist was the right choice. Um, I wonder At certain points, I was like, it's, this is gonna be a little bit of a vent what it's like to be in a band, okay? So, you think, hypothetically, all you gotta do Find the people. Fill the slots. Oh, you're a guitarist here. Okay, I can play. I can play this. And get going. Practice and play the songs. Book get booking. And on paper that sounds great. My first guitarist that I, I thought was gonna work, even though he was older, really raised a stink about every little thing I was doing. So I just had to call him and say, I this this isn't gonna work. You're not gonna put up with my bullshit as far as I don't I don't think it's bullshit, but I'm trying to be nice you know saying i have ideas for putting on a show and it doesn't and that what that looks like isn't just going song to song and he just didn't have the right attitude so it was like okay i'm not i'm not screwing around with that so i had to let him go uh replaced him got a good player who so far is sticking around um but what you will find down here if you let's say you move down here and you're thinking you're like me you're like i want to just just want to play most singers play guitar. They accompany themselves. And instead of getting a band band going, they'll just do solo uh, solo or duet shows. Because they don't want to deal with all the headaches of trying to find a band. And that's frustrating. Because uh, we all want to play out. We all want to have the high level good gigs, but a lot of people have been in a startup band down here, dude. A lot of people don't want to put up with that. It's not just me. The band I was, um, because I'm a multi-bander, there's a nineties band. I was like, I, uh, auditioned for, and they said, Hey man, if you want the gig, it's yours. I said, well, I didn't commit to the gig because I don't want to be one of those flaky people who commits and then leaves. I mean, I'm flaky as hell on other things. Trust me. So, I said, I'm not going to commit. But I said, well, let's let's get together for another jam and kind of see how it goes, right? Well, as of today, <laughs> their, their guitar is bowed out. So, it's not just my project. It's everywhere you go. I mean, this shit... It's frustrating. It's nothing new, but good God, it's happening a lot down here, man. Like, I swear it's actually easier to put and keep a band together in the UP almost than it is down in Clearwater, freaking Florida right now. Um, I've only been here two months, but, you know, I'm a go-getter, dude. I don't just sit and wait for... I've learned my lesson, man. You know, a week is a long time if people aren't getting back or if they're not, um... Yeah, well, responding or putting any effort in, like a week is. I won't even wait that long. When I got down here and I texted my guitarist that it was supposed to be my original guitarist, just to get together, I was like, "Hey, let's go grab lunch or something real quick." Oh man, uh, you know, blah, 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 excuse, excuse. I'm like, I drove. I actually drove down to St. Pete's to. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm already here, man. Just tell me where to go and we'll meet. And I, I did that and he was like, oh, man, I'm just not feeling good today. And I'm like, okay, I am effing done with your stupid face right now. So it's weird because people will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nothing. So thank God. Thank God. God, I'm older and I know better than to wait. When I was in Alabama, there was a cool band and that I was... This is right when I moved back from L.A. So I was really... I pretty much had a chip on my shoulder. I've talked about that before, how I was like, fucking Birmingham. Pfft, what the hell's Birmingham next to L.A.? But I still... So I still wanted to jam. I found a band called Scream Sophie. And I was like, these guys are pretty awesome, man. I was pretty pumped. And they seemed pumped on me and... I waited a week and I was like, okay, I'm calling them and like kind of chasing them down. Like, yeah, I thought we were going to do some stuff. And then, like I said, that's another part of the, the time I realized you don't wait. And another thing that happened that kind of changed my direction was when I did finally hook up with a band called Soul Shaper in Alabama, um, we were playing a New Year's Eve show and I think I helped book that one. I can't remember the details, but. uh, We. (laughs) This still frustrates me to this day, like 20 years later, almost 20 years later. Nobody's dancing. And then we finally played a song um, by Driving and Crying. And it wasn't Fly Me Courageous. It's. And remember, I don't sing, but the chorus is I'm going straight to hell. Just like my mama said, right? Whole dance floor got packed. I think we played Shook Me All Night Long, and it was like five minutes to midnight. The dance floor is ready to go. People are ready to party. And the lead singer says, all right, we're going to take a break. And I was like, what? We just got him out there. It's right before midnight. I'm still pissed to this day that... And that's... These are the things, Man. Yeah, it's a little bit of ego, but it's also just knowing what's right and what's not right. Okay, when I... I'm getting fired up. When I see certain things happening... That are just... That cause... To quote Thomas the Tank Engine, if they, if they cause confusion and delay, are they just bad decisions? You know? I have to say something. But then you think to yourself, what are the goals... And that's this whole year, you guys, is me really looking at like a real hard, realistic look at my goals, man. One of my goals and why I'm doing the podcast right now is one of my goals that I put is I would like, and I've always wanted this, but I've never actually gone for it. Not really. I've always wanted to make a good living playing music. Okay. And... I'm just coming out of a show right now, a good band I jammed last week uh, with a guitarist and they've got a good lead singer and but it's a it's a typical small gig you know I've played many just like this and <laughs> like last week when I was playing for the bikers, which but I didn't even tell you guys about that man um i I have to tell you this. <laughs> okay, so I get there and Get a nice big hug from the lead singer chick who's, um, very, okay, I'm just, I don't think she's gonna listen to this, and it's just the the truth, I was told about her before I got there, um, very full of herself lesbian, who is pretty arrogant, okay, and, God, I hope she never listens to this, but, like I said, I was kind of warned about her before, i got there and then i saw it right away and she's like so the she's like hey you ever played for bikers before and i was like well yeah i said up north i said uh what well, were they were they real bikers i said, like, i don't know i think they're one percenters she's like well since you've never played for an actual motorcycle club before let me tell you what to do so you don't get your ass beat and she's like mind your p's and q's don't talk back don't do the, you know and like i who the fuck wants to deal with that kind of shit at a fucking show and that's why i don't like playing for biker clubs man I'm not a macho dude, you know, but I'm also not a pussy, so, like, I'm, like, I don't want to get ever get, I'm never going to start shit with these guys, of course, but I'm also, like, what do I do if they start shit with me? I mean, I would probably back on, but not, I'm not going to let myself get humiliated. I mean, I'm I'm buying trouble at that point, as my old bassist used to say. Nothing happened. They were cordial, but it's just the whole fact that you have to be let in and out of this gate by the prospects, which prospects are people who are trying to join the motorcycle club and don't you dare call it a gang because i'll fucking beat your ass for that um it it's just intimidating and then uh one of the reasons the uh the the fill-in player with the guy is i know here there was a fill-in guitarist it turns out that he didn't want to play biker clubs because he's also intimidated why is he intimidated because one of the bikers at the, the one of the last shows oh speak of the devil can you hear that um one of the bikers at the last show said hey you play some Skinner, or i'm gonna take a shock under your face (laughs) you know for some reason he didn't want to play anymore i mean that's ridiculous and then i got offered weed which has happened before but then i got offered coke which that's a rarity um anyway that uh playing biker clubs man that's a whole subculture which i'm not into dude it's just god bless them but not for me um no real pa on that by the way and like no subs the subwoofer which is like the low end um and i have mixed feelings about that we had two mains which means two speakers and no monitors and the monitor is important for the singer it's and the rest of the band to hear what we sound like if you it's weird because i don't need a monitor as a drummer i I never have to put drums in my monitor because i can hear I'm i'm right there and it's fine some drummers do whatever but Singers typically need are very anal actually about getting enough monitor mix, man, because they need to hear the the notes in in tune with the guitar and all this. So it was really like and then there was no lighting for the stage. They set up a three bright LEDs and I'm playing in this weird place with people I don't know. Some songs I don't know, and it feels like I'm in a nightmare. (laughs) I mean And it's happened before when I was at the Lakes Lounge and there wasn't a very big crowd. Because when you play the Lakes Lounge in Lake Linden, most of the audience is on the other side drinking beer at the bar. You'll get, you'll have like, whatever, 40 or 50 people over there. Then you'll get maybe 10 or 13 if you're lucky. Most of the night, I mean, by the end of the night, they usually come over. But for most of the night, they're just, there's like, I think this time there's like four or five people just watching and there's this weird, you know, all the weird lighting, the stage lighting, and you're just, you feel like you're in a fishbowl. It's kind of a nightmare. And then I'm, that's why when I ask myself, like, okay, if I want to, when I looked at playing music and making a good living playing music, I picture the casinos and corporate gigs and jamming with nice, mature players, you know, people like Chad Morgan who I get along with, and gets it about not being too loud, but we would play party rock, Um, being real professional about it, but still having fun, you know, so it's not stuffy. That's what I picture, and I'm like, dude, it is hard to find, it's like finding eagles among pigeons. You know what I mean? There's pigeons everywhere. If you try to find an eagle, that's a little harder, man. It's not impossible, but that's where I have to ask myself, how how far am I willing to go with this? Am I... And I need to be real specific because I feel like if I don't say that... If I just say I want to make a good living playing music, I could end up on tour in Norway playing death metal or something like that. So I think to myself, you know, one thing I'm exploring is maybe creating my own tribute project of some of the bands that I, I... Playing, like, 90s music is okay, but I love the 80s, you know what I mean? And I mean, I love a lot of music and stuff, and I'm not a huge Green Day fan, for instance. Um, so I start, started thinking, like, what? If I could, I would do, like, an Ario Speedwagon, Bon Jovi Seeger, Melon Camp, um, some tribute like that, like Arena Rock, you know what I mean? And I think... From what I understand, everybody tells me, and I, I've i seen it myself, that tribute acts make some good money. So it's just something I'm exploring. But, uh, yeah. Like I said, the downside of being a musician is you get older. You feel, even Tim McGraw talked about, you just feel foolish singing to 16-year-olds. And he's a certified star. You know what I mean? Imagine being, you know, my age, 47. And still put on the raw clothes, and it's not even that I'm trying to live this dream of trying to make it. I mean, for me, making it is not having a, to have a day job, or if I did have a day job, it would be very part time because I'm funding myself as a musician, you know what I mean? But even that becomes like, God, grow up, dude. That's why. I don't even... Like, Camden is playing the drums. But I don't want him to necessarily be a musician like I am. Because it's this unscratchable itch. Kind of. And... You ever watch the movie Anvil? (laughs) About the band Anvil. That's kind of... Lips, man. He's the lead singer. Even Dave Grohl's like, If you want to be in a band, I tell people to watch this movie. Because they were on tour with Bon Jovi and Molly Crew, And, I mean, they were huge in like 1984 and then they everyone else popped off and kept rocking then they just never that was like their peak so and all the band i mean they have very famous people lars from metallica talking about them um dudes from twisted sister talking about how they anvil kicked their ass at this festival and (laughs) and, and then you know lips is up in canada working as a delivery meal delivery guy or something. I don't know what he's doing. Their guitarist, I think was, or their bassist was homeless. Um, you know, it's like you really, God, that shit, that's the downside of it, man. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's one last thing i do i really want to start doing my own my youtube channel and i was ready to film some stuff last night because for people like us the youpers or if anyone who wants to move to or just come to visit clearwater i want to be the guy who can show you this is pier 60 this is how you get there these are the hotels around here this is how much it costs um because that stuff's interesting that stuff's very interesting like i was looking at a lot of that before i moved down and now i'm here and i can show people around a little bit so but i really i started to get an analysis paralysis like how am i going to start this well how often am i am i going to do it but i'm working on it so goals that's what this year is about man i'm thinking about labeling this clint's crazy year or something because this is it this is going to be the year i explore shit and sacrifice you know what i mean This is almost 20 minutes, but 20 minutes of stellar, awesome stuff. Talk to you guys later. Bye.